you know, when you're successful and you're running and rushing, you have a tendency to react. And so if I get upset, I don't care if it's about a phone call, I just go, go take a walk, go breathe. Welcome to the No Excuse Pro Podcast, your weekly dose of motivation and actionable advice. If you're a realtor, financial planner, business owner, or anyone who's tired of making excuses and ready to take your success to the next level, you've come to the right place. Join your host, Kevin Briarton, each week as he chats with industry leaders who are going beyond the excuses to achieve their goals. So no excuses accepted. Let's get started. Janie, thank you so much for joining me. I'm super excited about uh, having you on here, and I want to learn more about your journey and you know how you, how you uh, became a realtor here in Arizona now. Tell me a little bit about your journey and a little bit about yourself. Well, I sold my practice. I had a financial planning practice for many years, and I sold it, and I, well, I'm finishing up with the sell. It takes a while, and I thought I wanted to retire, and... <laughs> Obviously, it wasn't my cup of tea or it wasn't something that I felt comfortable doing. So I wanted to figure something else out that I wanted to do. And I, I looked into so many things and I know a few realtors and I thought, well, I really want to see if I can help people a little bit better. Uh, not that I'm the best, but I... I'd been servicing people for so many years that I thought, well, I'll try to see if I can help people because I've bought and sold so many homes uh, personally. So I thought of real estate. Um, actually, my husband asked me to go to work. <laughs> he said, you're not good at home. So I said, okay, I'll just figure something out. And I didn't. I I was home for maybe a week and a half and and then I decided, yeah, I need to get back to work. So here I am. So Janie, over the years of doing, you know, financial advising and now real estate, is there one thing that makes a difference in your success? Um, habits. I believe that I have habits. I still get up at 4.30 every morning and I do my study and then I try to learn something about the business. I do some research and once I get that going and then I'm, I have a time that I go to work, uh, I've never changed that. I think habits are critical. I mean, it gives you direction. Where are yeah. you going? And so habits have um, been part of my life all my life. I have a military background, so, but I grew up, my mom had habits. My dad, military person, had habits. So we always got up at the same time, always went to bed at the same time. Pretty much we knew what we were going to do, which helped us with the direction that we wanted to take in life and business. So you mentioned the morning habits. Are there anything, any habits during the day that you find that are important in your success? Take a break. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I have to have mental breaks. I, when I'm in my office, I go for a walk. It could be just a 10 minute walk or, you know, five minute walk, but I have to get out and clear my mind. I do that twice a day. I, I don't care where I'm at. If I'm driving somewhere and I, I always get to my destination early 
So I just kind of walk around, I mean, just to clear my head and just to breathe and relax myself a little bit. Um, I've done it all my life. I've always taken breaks. I mean, I've been very busy in my financial business and in real estate, and it's hard to take a break, but I just turn everything off. I make sure I go out the door and just go around the house. Maybe sometimes if I'm at home in the office, I just go down a couple blocks and come back. You know, I wear heels, so I can't, I can't walk too far, but I have to take my mental breaks. Um, That's huge. I'm so happy you shared that because I think it's so easy to get into, you know, the hustle of trying to be successful and pushing and pushing and pushing. And, you know, you can push for so long, but the longevity of success, you need to have some breaks in between. You need to enjoy that. And then the micro breaks every day of having, you know, a daily habit of getting outside, going for a walk in some sunshine, doing something, you know, for yourself, even if it's small, you know, how long are your walks, but 15, 10, 15, 20 minutes, something simple like that? Yes, very simple, sometimes less. But I call them take a breath. I need to go breathe. Yeah. You know, when when you take breaths and when you breathe a little bit deeper, I really believe you can think a little bit more clear. If I get upset about something, then I'll take a walk. Yeah. Um, I, you know, when you're successful and you're running and rushing, you have a tendency to react. And so if I get upset, I don't care if it's about a phone call, I just go, go take a walk, go breathe. And so it might be two minutes, it could be 15. So uh, I tell breathe. me, tell me about that. Tell me about a time where you had to overcome an obstacle for a client. And how did that make you feel? Um, when a client is having a hard time making decisions, you know, I just feel like they're lost. They don't understand. They have questions. They it's like they're not saying no. They're just saying, give me more information. Yeah. So then I just say, you know what? Let's get, let me do more research. I'll get back to you. I don't push. I just wait and figure out what is the, what's the struggle? Are, are they just, maybe there's something they're not telling me. Maybe it's affordability. So they don't mean to say no. They just mean to say either not right now or give me more information. So yeah. I just pause and I try to see if I can get more information for them. I mean, I think it's important to listen. And if you just do the talking all the time, you don't hear what the issue could be or the concern basically. So I just sit back and let them talk. And then I just go, you're right. I need to get you more information. This isn't working. So that's one of the things that I practice quite a bit. So I'll share with you on that. You're right. I was, um, for New Year's, we were at a little celebration with some of my wife's family or our friends. And some of um, the girls were like, you know what? You just need to tell your wife, you know what? You're right. How do we fix this? You're right. You know, and just, you're right. Let's do it. And because what I found is whether you're right or you're wrong, whether we're right or wrong as a professional or whether the you know client's right or wrong or your spouse is right or wrong, if you shove it in their face and say, no, I'm right. Here's what you need to do. It doesn't matter. It doesn't help anybody. No, you're right. And how do you think we should move forward or be very, you know, sensitive to them? And you have to, you have to come at it like at a, you know, a caring way. Mm -hmm. hey, you're right. You know what? Let's take a step back. Let me understand 
I'm going to go through, back through the notes here and understand how we can best help you, you, you know, and, and kind of reiterate some of the stuff, go back through it. That's kind of a strategy that I've used. Hey, I think we're kind of heading in the right, wrong direction here. Um, you know, you're right. And then go into that. So I think that's a good little saying to use, whether it's professional life or personal life. Mm -hmm. We move so fast that I think that we have a tendency to try to get somebody to make a decision so fast. Yeah. That I just would rather slow down and see where they're at. I mean, they will make a decision. It's just that it might not be our timing. So we yeah. just have to relax, get them to relax. And then, you know, when a client is thinking something, you know, they're right. Yeah. Now they might have some misinformation. So then you have to listen so you can give them the right information. That's yeah. the way I see it. Mm -hmm. So tell me about a customer Tell me a time, and this may be in your real estate life or financial advising life. Tell me about a customer where the customer was a hero in your eyes and why. Um, honestly, when somebody makes a major decision, I mean, to me, and I'm not trying to make light of it, but buying a home and financial planning or two of the money in a home, they're the biggest investments and biggest decisions. So when somebody makes a decision and they're excited about it, I mean, they feel good that they made the right decision. I just think that that person needs to be encouraged that yes, you're right, you, you did make the right decision. So I don't know that I would call it a hero, but it's important that we acknowledge that it's not just another transaction. It's major to a client. Finance and purchasing a home or getting a loan for a home, I've done it myself. It's major. It's a major step. So I believe that I always encourage them and tell them they did a good job because they crossed over to a major decision. I mean, that's it's so that would be kind of a hero to me because that takes brave, being brave, uh, stepping forward, saying yes, and taking responsibility. All of those are brave steps. So, yeah, I hope that helps. I don't know if that answers. No, that's great. You nailed it. I mean, I think, I think that's the biggest thing. A lot of people get stuck in fear, whether it's starting a business, you know, getting into a new career, buying a house. These getting married, asking somebody to get, you know, these big decisions in life. Yeah. Um, if you're stuck and you're not brave, taking that forward, seeing that they're being brave because they don't know, maybe they know that it's going to tighten up their budget a little, a little bit. And, but the, the kids really want a backyard and, you know, the wife wants a garage and want, you know, whatever that is and want to be closer to the school. Like you have to take a step forward and be brave there yeah. and understanding that, things will come together. Um, as long as you move responsibly and have a good team around you, you make a good responsible step. The good news is, I mean, nowadays, you know, you know, the lending industry really is tightened up with, you know, regulation. So it's great because we can't put people into houses that they can't afford on paper, unless you go with some crazy loan program that's outside the box, that's, you know, private money or something. You have to make sure that they could paper, you know, they could pay it Theoretically. Now, it doesn't mean that that budget, if they spend a lot of money on other things, can blow up. But being brave and going, OK, you know what? I don't know all the answers here and I don't know what it's going to look like in a year or two, but I'm going to take one step forward. Mm -hmm. So I think that is being is a heroic 
effort by the client yeah. um, of trusting that and being brave. Right. So that's awesome. Right. Great share. Great share. Yeah. Janie, what are two resources that you're thinking, man, if I, if it weren't for these two things, I wouldn't be here today. Um, My faith, you know, I, I'm faith is number one for me. And then helping people. I've helped people all my life when I was in the military in financial planning. I, it's a must. I want to help people. I have been helped throughout my life. I've had a great life, uh, extremely successful career. And so I did it because I had mentors. They helped me. I had three mentors that guided me and kind of smacked me around a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Not literally, but sometimes. You know? sometimes. <laughs> but I think my faith and then helping people. Yeah. I, I don't know where I would be if if somebody wouldn't have helped me. It's just trying to make people better. And it sounds a little corny, but I believe that. I want to help people be better. I was helped to be better. And so it's it's those are the two things that I think about a lot. It's well, I the, think that's what's great about um, having a group of people like in the real estate community, you guys are at EXP, and the nice thing is real estate and mortgage and a lot of business can be very lonely. Um, success can be lonely. And doing it together with a group and then having mentors really helps the success rate go up. As long as you'll follow the plan and things that that's why I'm building out this podcast is because I want to share information of what worked over the years for me. I've been doing this 19 years. There's so many little things that I've done over the years to make you know me successful long term. And it's everything from, hey, I'm not going to shave for until I hit a certain help so many families, just crazy little things. And then there's big things like, you know, whether you're not going to check your email until you do X, Y and Z. And I think it's important to uncover these episode by episode. So the the faith in helping people, focusing on helping people, I think opens up your heart to where you you it's not just like pushing paper. I mean, not just selling alone. We we call our files families across our team and our our uh, division here, because mm-hmm. it's important that we understand that we're helping families, not just files. And every time we say, "Oh, did you get the documents for the Smith family, not the Smith file? Did you get that file to closing? No, did you get that family to closing?" Yes. It just keeps reiterating. We're doing this to help people right. and their families behind all of it, and it's little habits like that that embed these commands that we remind ourselves that we are helping people. So the help is important. And so that's what we've done to kind of embed in there to remind ourselves we're helping people. Is there anything that you do to kind of remind yourself, no, I'm here to help people. I'm not just making phone calls and, you know, going through the motions. Is there anything that you've done to kind of trigger that in your mind at all? Um, I make sure that when I'm talking to a client, I don't, you know, to, I don't let them look for something that's too expensive. I, so, you know, it's not about the money. That's what I tell myself all the time. It's not about the money. It's about helping them and make sure that they're not stressed when it's time to close or when it's time to make that payment. I mean, being in the financial services, people didn't save money because they overspent. So I'm always, aware when somebody's looking at a house 
I always say it's not about the money. Make sure it's something that they can afford and try to find them something that's a little less expensive because if you try to get the home that's most expensive and get them to spend more, there's going to be a lot of stress. Maybe not right now because they're excited, but yeah. later when they're trying to pay their bills. So I'm always saying it's not about the money. It's about helping them make sure they stay focused. It's something they can afford. It's something that they feel comfortable with the payment because there's a lot more than just the payment. There's the insurance, there's taxes, et cetera. So yes. on, in my mind, I'm always saying it's not about the money. Help them make the right decision. Well, and what's cool about that is I started in the business 2004 and you know, there's a lot of people being pushed into situations they should have never got into. Mm -hmm. And nobody was really going, hey, well, maybe you shouldn't do that. Or here's at least what to think about. And so I think that's important because we're not, you know, we just don't want to throw somebody into a house. And we saw people get thrown into houses and a year later they were foreclosing. Right. And that's a horrible way to run our real estate business. Our community it devastates communities. Mm -hmm. So I love working with you because of that. I think that's extremely important, whether you're doing real estate or really any business. I think that's extremely important. So Janie, I want to ask you a few things around my no excuse ethos that, um, you know, the podcast is built around in line with that. Can you share an experience where you had to hold yourself or maybe a team member accountable to ensure success? Um, well, in thinking about that, I, I thought there were times when somebody wanted, I mean, I'll talk about the investment site first because it'll affect the real estate, but somebody wanted to invest in some high risk because it was quick money. They wanted to make money quick and I had to control, I don't want to use the word control, but I did have to guide the advisor like, no, they can't do high risk. I mean, their net worth is 200,000. Why do you want to invest in a stock when really you, what if you lose? So I would constantly tell the advisors, you know, make sure you keep them stable and they need to understand their risk. Just like the home. I mean, I think that there was a lady that wanted to buy a house and she just really couldn't afford it. I mean, she was trying to talk to her ex-husband and her mother and her sister to see if they could lend her money. And I just told her, I said, it's not the right time. You know, well, I was told I could afford the house. Well, I don't know who told you, but I'm looking at your budget. It just isn't the right time. Let's do something different. Let's look at something else. And finally, she realized that you're right. I, I shouldn't be buying a house. Well, not when you're getting money from all these different people, just so you can afford the down payment. That means you can't afford the down payment. Yeah. Maybe the other people can, but... I, I worked very hard to communicate. Communicating with the client is critical to me. You know, tell me what you're thinking and then just be quiet, you know, so. That's yeah. awesome. Well, I appreciate you sharing. I think that's huge going above and beyond, holding clients accountable, questioning. And it's not about telling them no, it's just guiding them going, okay, are you sure? And this is what you're doing. Sometimes it is telling them no because they literally can't qualify. Right, right. And, uh, you know, we we found you know, sometimes people don't understand that they can't qualify. And sometimes you got to be like, no, you don't qualify. Um, I always try to give a credit action plan where it's like, hey, you're not qualified today, 
but here's what you need to get to be qualified. So mm -hmm. I think everybody can can qualify at some point, but sometimes you just got to be, you know, hey, I don't think this is right for you. So I appreciate you saying that. I think that's an important also time to be straight up with somebody. I mean, mm -hmm. part of being having no excuses is is not dragging somebody along to do something that they can't do, like being upfront and honest and straight up with them um, goes along right along the lines with that. So got a question on your, your profession. And I want to ask you, I think this is kind of an interesting question. I want to go out with something simple here. What is the one thing that's a recurring problem that frustrates you in your profession? And what are you doing about it? Fear. I think people have so much fear. They don't understand the pre-qualifying process, the application process, that looking at homes. I mean, people, I just find that people just have so much fear. And in just communicating with people, I just think that educating them, taking, not overwhelming them with education, but just finding out, I mean, why are you scared about filling out the paperwork? Well, they get overwhelmed. It's too much, too many pages. So I just try to tell them one step at a time, do one page at a time, you know, don't you give them a contract to, to complete certain parts of a contract and they just freeze up almost. It's like, what's this? Well, it's fear. Just taking a few minutes to educate them, just yeah. to inform them. Yeah. Because people have a lot of fear when they make a big decision. And if we just take time to give them a little bit more information and confirm that it's it's a good fear because you're making a big decision, but it's okay. Let's talk it through. Let's walk it through one step at a time. Old saying, but it time, works. I think, you know, you look at, you envision a car driving in the dark and the headlights are pointing out and all you can see is the headlights that are in front of you mm -hmm. and you keep driving, right? You yeah. know, you don't just stop because you can't see any further out. You're going to keep going and trust that the light's going to continue to shine from your lights and you're going to continue to see the road. That's kind of how we have to picture each step of the way. You may not see the end of the road, but you're going to trust that the road will keep going uh, and take one step at a time. Right. That's what I always envision is as I'm, you know, helping people through this. We just don't know the exact end, but we'll keep, you know, keep going one step at a time. Right, right. Yeah. And it helps them, right. Yeah. So what are, what's your, what's your vision of the next, you know, little bit here? Like as you build out your business, what are the top three things that are not happening in your business that you would like to be happening right now? I want to help more veterans. Okay. I think that there's programs or the VA has incredible program. Um, I find that some veterans, you know, don't use their benefits. We serve our country. Is? Knowledge. They just don't have the knowledge. They don't have, uh, it's not shared when they're ready to, to do a loan or to buy a house. I just spoke with somebody not even an hour ago. And I said, is your husband a veteran? Are you a veteran? She says, yes. I said, well, I think you're FHA. And she said, oh, what is that? She was like, what's that? I said, your loan program that you're in. And she goes, well, I said, why didn't you do VA? And she says, I don't know. Nobody said anything. So I think that 
I want to be more involved in helping veterans. I understand their language. I understand their background. I mean, I love to help just about anybody, but helping veterans is my number one. I want to get, I'm not getting enough veterans to talk to. And so because I, I've lived it, my dad was a veteran, I'm a veteran. I think that I have, I can communicate with them a little bit better. And that's how my goal. You, how do you think that looks like, what does that look like about helping? How do you help them? Are you going to do classes or are you going to do uh, video outreach or like, what does that look like getting better in the community? How does that look for you? Well, I'm getting more involved. Um, I'm getting more education. So for example, I uh, qualify, I did my MRP, which is my military relocation program. I'm getting involved with um, just veterans groups. And so I'm just trying to figure it out right now, because if that's what I want to do, I need to make sure that I focus on that. And I let people know, I need to let everybody know that I want to work with veterans. Again, I'll work with, you know, people, but veterans is what's part of my heart. Yeah. That's awesome. I think that's great. And I think you continue to talk about it, continue to grow, and maybe the avenues you can open up for you. Um, just having that goal and the awareness around it and growth around it. I'm excited to kind of continue to track that and see where that goes. So over the next six months, I mean, what do you, what is your uh, business going to look like or what goals do you have over the next six months? I know maybe it's around the veteran work. Maybe it's not. Are there any other goals or what goals do you have over the next six months? I love working with sellers. I figure that out. I love when somebody finds a home that they love and they want to buy. But I think that working with sellers, because that's such a difficult decision, is what I'm going to try to focus a little bit more. Um, Again, I I love working with sellers, I mean, with buyers, but sellers is, it's just a more difficult decision. I think that people have to figure out what their house is worth and, and there's just so many steps. So I want to get a lot more education and working with sellers and and again with a lot of the uh, transition that a lot of the military uh, men and women have to go through yeah. uh, to purchase a home in that process. So my goal is to get a little bit more education there. And yeah. uh, I'm working hard right now. I'm doing a lot of business, but you know I need to start focusing on the areas that I like a little bit more, which is working yeah. with veterans. Yeah. Well, we're excited to see that grow. I know you're doing an awesome job. And um, I could tell you that you definitely have the heart and care and knowledge and persistence that anybody would be, should be honored to have you serve them as a realtor, you know, in the past as a financial advisor. And you, you do a great job. And I've, you know, worked with a lot of professionals over the years in different businesses. And I can tell that. And, uh, you know, it, it means a lot, you know, to work together on uh, and collaborate on this. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see where your journey goes. I know well, what branch of the military were you in? Army. Army. How long were you <laughs> yeah. in for? 26 and a half years. Most of it reserves. Okay. But, um, yeah. What did I, you do in the military? Well, um, when I went in, I was a communication specialist when I was active. And then I taught 
uh, it's called BNOC and ANOC, which is Advanced Non-Commissioned Officers Course and Basic Non-Commissioned Officers Course. So once I, I would teach that, but I also hired instructors, okay. uh, mainly in the police department or from the police department and sheriffs, but men and women that were uh, in that um, area of their employment. So we, and that were in the reserves. So we would interview. I mean, so I didn't work that hard. I just loved uh, going to my meetings every weekend and on Tuesday nights. So I, it was just part of, so I've always had two careers. I've yeah. had military and then my financial and now real estate, but um, it's, it's all part of being able to help people and in collaborating with people like you, Kevin, you have been so helpful, honestly. Yeah, I mean, you. every person I send to you to talk to, you're very positive and you always say, well, it's not a no, it's a, it might be a no today, but it's not a no in the future. And yeah. so that gives people encouragement because not everybody, it's hard to qualify with the interest yeah. rates and things like that right now. But yeah. if they talk to you, you encourage them and you give them a plan. I mean, people have a plan that they can follow. Um, I've got a lady right now that her plan is coming due. So she'll be ready to buy a house. I think it's next month or the month after with yep. the plan that you gave her. Yep. So she's waited a few months and now she's ready. So it's um, it's great working with you and, and knowing that we have the same goal in mind is to help people. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Some big little, like big little nuggets, I should say in here. I like the habits. I like helping people. I like understanding their, you know, how do we help them around their fears? Mm -hmm. um, and then also having the hard conversations. Some of the notes I took down that were um, these little, little things that can, people can adjust in their lives mm -hmm. and just starting with a positive morning, being positive and starting out positive. Uh, really starts the day off well. Mm -hmm. So we're going to wrap this up. We're right at drive time. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for jumping on. And hey, really quick, actually, how can people reach you if they want to help you, uh, have you help them with real estate? They can call me at 602-499-4433. 602-499-4433. Or they can send me an email at Janie, J-A-N as in Nancy, I-E, at the penroseteam.com. Awesome. Well, there you have it. Another episode of the No Excuse Pro podcast. Thank you so much, Janie, for jumping on here. We'll catch you guys on the next episode next week. Take care. Thanks, Bye. Kevin. Bye-bye. And there you have it, folks. Another enlightening episode of the No Excuse Pro podcast is in the books. A heartfelt thank you to today's guests for sharing their wisdom and to you, our valued listeners, for spending your time with us. If you're ready to ditch the excuses and level up, make sure to subscribe and find all our episodes at noexcusepropodcast.com. Don't forget, the only thing standing between you and your goals is the story you tell yourself. So no excuses accepted here. Take action and make it happen.